Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before I introduce our guest for today, I want to remind you of our most recent episode with Timothy Jones, who shares his story of how he overcame sexual assault, being homeless, and PTSD, and now teaches others how to do the same through his organization, Colorful Voices. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources to help you live a life in purple. On our show today, we have award-winning speaker, author, and sought-after voice coach, Caroline Goiter. Caroline has been featured in countless national newspapers and magazines, as well as many media channels, such as CNN and BBC News, just to name a couple. She is an expert in her field and has trained many celebrities, broadcasters, leaders, and teachers. Caroline believes that everyone can learn to communicate so people will listen. I believe that she can take your career and personal development to the next level. Welcome to the show, Caroline. How are you today? It's lovely to be here, Laura. Thank you. It's wonderful. Oh, it is an honor to have you on the show. You have a very calm and soothing voice, so that very few people can bring out the calmness in me. So I'm looking forward to interviewing you and getting to know your story and your tips for success and confidence. So will you tell us, before we get started, where you are from and how you got your start? I'm from the north of England, kind of near Yorkshire, and I got my start, really, I believe that we teach what we need, right? And I got my start because I trained as an actor, and I wasn't very good. And they kept saying to me, this is back in, God, 1999, they kept saying to me, you're in your head. I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea. And I I reckon, now I know what they meant by that. It meant that I was tense and I wasn't breathing properly so my voice was really disembodied and I wasn't communicating properly on stage I wasn't I wasn't communicating who I was but it took me 20 years really to work out what they meant and I guess now I teach the lessons that I've learned in working that out to others because when we show up fully when we show up really embodied not just talking heads that's when people really resonate with us Caroline, what a beautiful answer, and I love how vulnerable you are right off the bat saying that what you are doing now is really teaching what you have learned, and that is a huge desire of mine and Lip Talk Nation. I hope that you are ready to take notes because Caroline has some very specific action steps for you to take so that you can start developing your confidence and learning how to speak well. Caroline, When did you know that you wanted to help people communicate? Was there a particular experience you had that sparked this passion? I think 
It was my experience of drama school, actually, and finding it really difficult. And, and as I've said, this thing where people kept saying, you're not doing it right. You're, you haven't, you're not breathing properly. You're tense. Your diaphragm is locked. And all of the things that they were saying to me, I had no idea how to change it. And it felt scary and I felt really disempowered and I thought I'm never ever ever going to be able to work this out I'm never going to have a good voice and even when I was training as a voice coach I used to get feedback that said my voice was a bit high and lacked resonance so there's something for me in having been through that whole experience I really wanted to help other people find the shortcuts because there really are shortcuts and I had a couple of big epiphanies that really helped me understand what I was doing wrong. And I want to share those with people because it doesn't need to be as hard as people make out. I love that you just said that. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear what Caroline just said? It doesn't have to be as hard or difficult as you think it is. Thank you so much for sharing that because along the way myself, I think I had those same epiphanies in sharing my story and how to overcome the past that I found a few simple ways. And I cannot wait to hear some of these shortcuts that you said that you've learned. So over the last 10 years, Caroline, you have developed a unique method for teaching people how to speak so others will listen. And I find that so fascinating. In fact, you wrote a book on it called Gravitas. Will you first explain what the word Gravitas means and a little about this method? So the word Gravitas is a Roman word, and it was one of the virtues. The Romans had lots of virtues, like dignity, and Gravitas was another of the virtues that simply meant presence, influence, authority. And also weightiness, you know, it has the meaning of groundedness. And I was really curious about this word because I kept being asked to help people with it, you know, in corporate life or I'd have people coming to me saying, I need more gravitas in my presentation. And so I researched it. I went off to the library and I dug out a whole load of books about Roman culture and Greek culture and, you know, elocution in the 19th century. And what I found is that people like Cicero, you know, Roman classical, way, way back classical rhetoric teachers were teaching skills that I learned in drama school. They were teaching people how to breathe, they were teaching people how to project, how to emphasize, how to pause. And I went, oh my gosh, you know, here is a whole school of thinking, of practice in the ancient world that I know is really important because I learned it at drama school and, you know, it matters, it's made a difference. But most people don't even know it exists in the modern world. So it was about taking all the stuff that I knew was really, really important and finding out what the ancient world was saying about it to modernize it. And it, it was a fascinating process going through all these ancient texts, it's funny though it may seem. Wow. Okay. So I'm very impressed that people were asking you, first of all, how to be present in this word gravitas, to be present, have authority, groundedness. That is something that many of the listeners are looking for. They're wanting to know how to be present and in the moment and to get what they want out of life, but they seem so scared. Then they talk themselves out of it. And you clearly have this gift to understand people and help them develop the skills they need to communicate. Were there ever any obstacles as you were even studying in the ancient world and your coaching career? Were there ever any obstacles that you had to overcome before you became a vocal coach? So, yes, I mean, the biggest obstacle for me was, well, I mean, two things, psychological and physical, pretty big, you know, when it comes to it. So 
I really doubted psychologically whether I could speak on stage. I didn't like my voice. I kept being told that my voice wasn't very good. Physically, I worried that I had lots of tension in my shoulders, in my jaw, that I couldn't walk properly on stage. You know, there's a whole load of stuff as a performer, as an actor, that I really struggled with. It was very, very difficult. And one of the things that has really, really helped me overcome that, well, two things. One was doing Iyengar yoga, which is brilliant for posture and alignment. Three things, in fact. Number two is Pilates, which really helps you with standing well. And the third one is Alexander Technique, which is a, um, a system that really helps you to unlock your breathing and your confidence and makes you much more relaxed as a person. And I think Alexander Technique of those three is the thing that really made the biggest difference in helping me overcome those obstacles. Caroline, I'm holding on to every word you're saying right now because me personally, as I am learning to overcome my past, I had a lot of tension in my jaws. And I have a lot of listeners write in and say that they carry their tension, like you said, in their shoulders. So I love that you mentioned yoga and Pilates and the Alexander technique. I am clearly going to be researching these out and and wanting to apply these to myself because I still want to undo this tension. I'm constantly on this on this search for becoming better and and even more relaxed. And I can't even imagine Caroline being told that you weren't going to be good enough or that you were too tense to perform and it was your passion. So I find it very ironic that it still fed you to want to become more and to overcome what people said you couldn't do. So good job to you and I am so proud of you for moving on and moving past that. So from your experience, why do you think that people struggle with their confidence to speak in front of people even if it is in front of a small group of people? Well, I think that firstly, it's really, really human to feel nervous when you stand in front of people. Because if you think about it, there you are, you're standing on stage and you have a sea of eyes looking at you. And as human beings, really, you know, we survive by being part of a tribe, you know, by having people around us who believe in us and support us. And when we stand alone on a stage and people are looking at us, the biggest fear is that they're judging us and that we might not match up to what they expect, which is why when we speak to our peers, it's the most terrifying moment of all, isn't it? You know, a group of voice coaches, that's really scary (laughs) because there's nowhere to hide. So there's this natural fear. And then people avoid speaking because they're frightened, which means they don't get any practice. And I think the final thing that makes people feel really tense in front of an audience is that most of us, I'm sitting in front of a computer screen right now, you know, and this is how most of us spend our days. So we're hunched over, our shoulders are tense, our neck is forward, our jaw maybe tenses up. If we take all that posture, that tension, and stand up on a stage with tense shoulders and tight jaw, we don't feel relaxed. The audience don't respond to us and it's not a nice experience and that can set a really nasty precedent. So what I would say to people who are feeling that is work on your posture, work on your breathing, work on your voice outside, away from the stage, practice. When you have to speak to an audience, make sure you say it at least three times, a couple of times to yourself and then ideally once to someone supportive. And then thirdly, You know, when you get out on stage, I think this is really, really important. See the audience as old friends. Because I think this is the thing that makes the biggest difference to me now is that because I've done the rehearsal and because I feel relaxed, 
when I walk out on stage, I kind of pretend to myself, even if I've never met them before, that it's a group of people who are old friends that I really like. And that just changes your chemistry. It makes you much more relaxed. It takes some of the adrenaline away from the system. Okay, that's a lot of value right there. Lip Talk Nation, did you catch what Caroline said, especially since she pointed out that we spend most of our time, even right now, she said that she's in front of a computer and we can often get that slumped shoulder feel and create the tension. And then no wonder when it is time to speak in front of people, we want to be relaxed when we haven't practiced. And there's that key word, Lip Talk Nation practice. I love that you said that, Caroline. And even to practice it three times, say it at least three times before you perform, at least to someone that you know. And then I find very interesting, Caroline, that you said, look at your audience as old friends. I love that perspective. This is something that all of us can do, whether we are going into a job interview or presentation. Lip Talk Nation, that is very important to be able to stand tall and relaxed. And that key word that you pointed out, Caroline, is practice. That's something that I found myself doing every day. I am going release, release. Is something I've learned from another mentor is just to let everything out. Take a few moments every day because we are practicing bad habits if we're sitting in front of a computer all day long. Caroline, I am shocked by the amount of people I speak to who have never been taught to breathe from your diaphragm, and I know that you are an expert in this area. So for our listeners that don't understand how the diaphragm works, will you explain how important breathing properly is when it comes to speaking and building confidence and even expressing yourself clearly? So I remember being at drama school and them saying diaphragmatic breathing is important, and it just kind of, I knew it mattered, but I really, I didn't know what the diaphragm looks like. I had no clue why it made a difference. And it actually took me shamefully quite a long time to work it out. But these days, I know that the diaphragm is completely central to communication. In fact, if you go back to the ancient world, I love the ancient world, the Greeks called it the center of all expression, the diaphragm, because it's a sheet of muscle that sits, it kind of divides the body. Above the diaphragm is air, the lungs, the heart. Below the diaphragm are your guts, water. And that's a very simplistic definition. But the diaphragm moves down as you breathe in. Well, it it lets the lungs fill as it moves down. And as it moves up, it helps the lungs to empty. So it supports your breathing. And because, of course, our voice is breath, the diaphragm is really central to producing a good centered sound. And the more disembodied, I've used that word before, that the more we disconnect from our bodies, the more we sit at a computer or sit in cars or watch TV sitting down, the more we disconnect from our diaphragm. So doing things like martial arts, Pilates, yoga, you know, anything that gets you moving, anything that gets your torso twisting, stretching, that's going to help you breathe more deeply. And that's the more deeply you breathe, the better your voice will be, which is why most of the athletes at the Olympics, when you hear them speak, they have quite resonant-centered voices. They're not doing any voice work, but they're using their bodies so efficiently that their voices are naturally really good. So we can all do that. Maybe not. Maybe we can't all be Usain Bolt, but we can all use our bodies to the best that they can achieve. 
Oh, well said. Thank you so much for explaining it. Very simple, like you said, and and I love how you referenced the ancient world, how they reference that the diaphragm is the center of all expression. Lip Talk Nation, I want to sit on this topic just for a little bit because I think and I believe that it is important to breathe correctly, just like Caroline pointed out, that it is the support of our breath. Our voice is breath, just like she said, and so important for you to grasp. So as we move forward, Caroline, and understanding that the diaphragm is very important to go and get the exercise, I want to understand how that we can become better breathers. So this wasn't part of our question, but is there a tip that you can give us right now that can help people locate their diaphragm uh, specifically to be able to start breathing correctly? The, the simplest way to find it is now this chat men who are listening you have to use your imagination unless you are wearing a bra ladies if you're wearing a bra it's dead easy but just imagine that you're wearing a bra if you're not and if you are find your bra and just find the the, the front bra strap where it connects beneath the chest and if you stick your thumb just below where the bra strap is or where, where it would be you'll find that there's a kind of squishy, it's not a very scientific definition, there's a squishy place between the ribs. The ribs divide at that point, and there's a soft place. If you stick your thumb in there, that's the front of your diaphragm. It's the front point of attachment. And the diaphragm goes all the way around. It cuts your body in half. So that if you feel around your rib cage, all the way around to the back, you can feel that the diaphragm cuts your body in half, maybe like the skin of a drum. And if you want to exercise the diaphragm, all you have to do, so simple, make yourself comfortable, put a rug on the floor or a towel or a blanket, lie down on the floor, put a book under your head, bend your knees up so your knees are up and your feet are flat, or you can even rest your feet on a chair or a bed so that your legs are, the weight goes out of your legs and out of your back. So you lie down, feet up on a chair, feet up on a bed, you have a book under your head and you put a hand on your tummy or even better, something heavy like a thick book or a bag. So simple. As you're lying there, you just breathe out and as you breathe out, you feel that the weight on your stomach drops to your spine and then you pause and you wait and you wait for the breath to come in and it might take a moment And you notice that when the breath comes back in, it's a reflex. You don't have to do anything. It lifts up the weight on your stomach. And then you let the breath go back out. And you wait. And you wait for the wave of the in-breath to come back to you. And the big principle that my voice coach always taught me is that if you try less hard, it works better. So all you have to do is just lie on the floor and relax and trust that if you wait, the breath will do its own thing because we breathe best when we get out of our own way. Now, if you do that every day before you go to bed or when you get up in the morning, what you'll start to find after about 21 days, takes about that long to change the habit, is that the breathing starts to be softer and more relaxed and you start to feel more centered and your voice starts to have a different quality and ultimately you get hooked because it's so nice to feel that relaxed that you want to do it every day. So that's my little tip. Dead easy, so easy to practice and very relaxing. 
It really is, Caroline. I'm here nodding my head. Yes, I'm smiling so huge. Lip Talk Nation, that is the simplest definition I've heard of where the diaphragm is located and how to practice it. And you are so right, Caroline, for pointing out that you will become more centered and more relaxed. Lip Talk Nation, I hope that you actually hit the repeat button on that and memorize what Caroline just said about how to become more centered and find your diaphragm and how to breathe correctly. Caroline, oh my goodness. So I have to tell you a funny story. When I first started learning how to breathe from my diaphragm, my vocal coaches would laugh at me because I would start burping in my, <laughs> right? in my class. And, and they knew I was breathing correctly when I started burping. They're like, it's and a great there it sign. is. <laughs> it really is. And I was like, oh my goodness, I had to share that with you. Lip Talk Nation, there you go. Something funny to know. If you're ever around me and I'm burping, I'm breathing correctly. <laughs> there you go, Caroline. Thank you so much for sharing that with us because it is it was beautiful and very tangible for us to do. You seem like a truly passionate person and you live out your passion. And I just want to say thank you for leading by example. How do you keep yourself grounded, Caroline? Do you meditate, stay, say positive affirmations? Do you work out? What does your routine look like? So I'm a big believer that you can't just talk about it. You have to do it. And, and I, I do love things like yoga. So every morning I get up and I haven't always done this, but these days I'm hooked on it. And I do something that's called yin yoga, which is a very soft, very slow form of yoga that's a bit like meditation. And it kind of, it's almost a kind of mindfulness, mindfulness in motion, you might call it. And I just spend about half an hour. Sometimes I have half an hour. Sometimes I have 10 minutes. Sometimes I have an hour and a half, depending on my day. But if I do that every morning, I feel so much better for the rest of the day and it's as if it keeps me much more tied to the planet because I have a, the capacity to spin out quite fast it's you know it's what people said to me at drama school you're in your head I can go back to that quite easily but what I've discovered is that if I practice daily this yin yoga practice it really really helps me and the other thing I do really regularly is I go weekly to Alexander Technique one-to-one and, and that's incredibly helpful in unraveling any tensions the body's got into. Caroline, I just want to point out to you that you do not come across like you would lose and not be grounded at all because you seem so calm and you have it at least to other people. You look like you hold it together. So thank you for sharing with us what you do uh, to stay grounded. That yin yoga and, and mindfulness, I love that word, mindfulness, and it keeps you tied to the planet. That's so important to be present. And I love all this information that you've shared with us, Lip Talk Nation. I hope you've been taking good notes. Hit the rewind button, like I said. But Caroline, thank you so much for sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. It's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round. The questions are simple and easy to answer. So you answer the first thing that comes to your mind, Caroline. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, right, here we go. It's going to be so fun. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? I'd love to be able to fly. So I never had to get a plane again, or I never had to get the train again, or the tube. I could just fly to see my friends. That would be really fun. And fly really, really fast. I got my arms wide open right now for you. I'm <laughs> flying. 
Like Superwoman, Wonder Woman. Oh, that's so great. How do you like your coffee? Well, here's the thing. I love coffee, but it doesn't help me. <laughs> so I don't drink it anymore. So these days I'm on green tea and I love my green tea. I like my Sencha tea quite strong because I still miss caffeine. Ah, quite strong, she says, Lip Talk Nation. I've got a lot of tea lovers as well that listen, so they're going to be writing and be like, kudos to Caroline, yay for green tea. Um, All right, so Caroline, it's a very vulnerable moment right here. What is your most embarrassing moment? I was on a stage, a big, big stage near the Houses of Parliament, and I hadn't practiced enough, and the microphone broke. And I said to the audience, can you hear me at the back, you know, the voice coach, and and people said no. And I left that stage, and I wanted the earth to swallow me up. It was awful. It was awful. Oh, my goodness. I feel it right now in my gut for you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, you're like, and you are like, can you hear me now? And people will say no. no. I'm so glad you recovered, Caroline. Whoa. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm probably going to feel that the rest of the day. Horrible. What? I know, right? Oh, what is your favorite food? Sushi. No doubt. That's, yeah, sushi. Really? You just shocked me. That's a fun answer. Okay, Lip Talk Nation, sushi it is for Caroline. Oh, and what is one thing that you can't live without? Hugs from my family, definitely. Big hugs. <laughs> ah, this totally made me smile really big, Caroline. I often say hugs are healing, so I just connected with you on a deeper level just right there. Hugs. I love it. Okay, what is your favorite color? Purple. Really? Purple. Yeah. Dark Nation, did you hear that? Purple. Have you always loved purple? Yeah, I don't get to wear it too much, but I do I do love the color. It's so rich and it has a kind of power to it. Yeah. I think I need to go back to the seventies. <laughs> right? That's the purple power era. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that you love purple. You have been so generous and kind, giving us tangible steps to to work on our breathing, to work on our confidence. I really appreciate you once again for sharing fun facts about you. Also, you have this gift, like I said, to make people feel calm, and you most definitely have the ability to get people to listen to you. So do you have any final thoughts for why it is important for people to listen, to understand, and not to interrupt? It's one of those things that you learn in life, isn't it? That the the most interesting people, the people that you really connect with are usually the best listeners. And they're the people who aren't just waiting to interrupt when someone else speaks. They are really calm and centered and relaxed and curious about other people. And so when someone else speaks, they're totally present. And it creates I think if we all listened better to each other, if we really paid attention and really put ourselves in other people's shoes, the world would be instantly a much better place. And I think because technology speeds us all up and makes us a bit wired, it can be very easy to go through life just listening on a really superficial level, you know, just listening to, to just confirm or or unconfirm something that you already know. And I think when we really listen and are really curious about other people, that's when we really connect to them. So if there was one thing in life that was going to make you 
have a better life and make better connections which will make you be more successful it would be to truly deeply listen and I think just to be fascinated by other people really curious about them I'm taking notes right here. Be fascinated with people. But I, you also said put yourself in other people's shoes. And that speaks so loudly to me and so clearly. I want Lip Talk Nation to understand that. You said, Caroline, if we all did that, the world would be a better place. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Right there. Those are very simple steps for all of us to understand on to become better listeners and better speakers, have more confidence. Caroline, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your vulnerability with us. Will you share with us where we can find out more about you, purchase your book, and any projects you are currently working on? Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. It's been lovely to chat. Um, where you find out more about me is my website, which is gravitasmethod.com, and that's G-R-A-V-I-T-A-S method.com. Or you can go to Amazon.com and uh, find the book Gravitas. But if any of your listeners want an, a presentation audio, which will help them build confidence, if they email us on the site, which is GravitasMethod.com, we'll send everybody a free 40-minute audio, which has loads of techniques for breathing and grounding and calm and lots of the things that we've been discussing. Oh, that made me so excited right now. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear that? You can email them and for get a free 40-minute audio that helps you with your breathing and confidence and, and loads of technique, just like Caroline said. Thank you so much, Caroline. I am calm. I'm normally like all over the place, but I really appreciate you being on the show, and I love the value that you offer. It's been a pleasure having you, and uh, thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple, Caroline where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story once again, Caroline, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you've enjoyed all of these, please leave a five-star or friendly review on iTunes, or you can reach out to me if you're an Android user at Lara at LaraSprague.com. And we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.